Hi, this is Dr. Mini Malhotra and welcome to the Better Prescription, an integrative and functional approach to chronic disease and getting to the root cause. And as a physician, I've always wanted to help people understand that there is a better way of taking care of your health away from prescriptions and procedures. And this podcast is a tool that you can use that will help you and guide you towards a natural root cause approach, but it's not a substitute for medical advice. If you're looking for medical advice, seek a licensed medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional medicine practitioner, you can find a functional medicine practitioner close to you at the ifm.org website. So this root cause approach can not only prevent disease, but reverse them too if they are not too advanced. So today I will talk about a test that I do very often in my practice, which gives me a window into the whole body's metabolism, hormones, gut health, and number of things that I can actually find out. And that's the organic acid tests. So what are these organic acids? They are chemical compounds that are, you know, released in the urine of uh, mammals that are products of metabolism. So metabolism is a sum of chemical reactions in living beings by which the body builds new molecules and breaks down molecules to eliminate waste products and produce energy. So organic acid are organic compounds that are acidic and they are substances in which carbon and hydrogen are always present which may have also have the element of oxygen, nitrogen, sulfur and phosphorus. And the names of most organic acid contains the suffix IC followed by the word acid such as lactic acid. Every organic acid can have one or more conjugate bases named with the suffix ate. So thus the conjugate base of lactic acid is lactate and many times the organic acid and its conjugate bases are used interchangeably when we are discussing any physiology, biochemistry or such as lactate or lactic acid. The most common chemical groups which are present with the organic acid are carboxylic acids which are present in the conjugate base form at neutral pH, that's 7, inside most living cells. So organic acids with one carboxylic acid have one conjugate base, whereas some organic acids may have two or three carboxylic acids and two or three conjugate bases. So almost all these organic acids used for human testing are measured by a combination of gas or liquid chromatography linked with mass spectrometry. So it's an advanced test. Not your regular practitioner may not have the knowledge or doesn't have the resources to get this testing done. Organic acids are most commonly analyzed in the urine because they're not extensively reabsorbed in the kidney tubules after your, it goes through the glomerulus or the you know cells of the kidneys. Thus, organic acids in the urine often present 100 times their concentration in blood serum and are more readily detected in the urine. And this is why organic acids are rarely tested in blood or serum. And the number of organic acids found in urine are enormous. Over 1,000 different organic acids have been detected in the urine since this kind of testing started. So how are these organic acids used for the treatment of diseases? Many genetic disorders are caused by production of an inefficient enzyme that reacts at a slower than usual rate, resulting in accumulation of a metabolic intermediate. More than 50 phenotype typically different organic acidemias are now known since the oldest known disease isovaleric acidemia was described in 1966 and organic acid is an a compound that generates protons at a prevailing pH of human blood. 
Although some organic acidemias result in lowered blood pH, other organic acidemias are associated with organic acids that are relatively weak and do not typically cause acidosis. Organic acidemias are disorders of intermediate metabolism and leads to accumulation of toxic compounds that actually derange multiple intracellular biochemical pathways including glucose breakdown like glycolysis, glucose synthesis that is gluconeogenesis, amino acid and ammonia metabolism, purine and pyrimidine metabolism and fat metabolism. So it actually affects the metabolism of all the macronutrients like protein, fats and carbohydrates. And the accumulation of an organic acid in cell or fluids like plasma, cerebrospinal fluid or urine leads to a disease called organic acidemia or organic aciduria. Now, how do these clinically present? So, clinical presentation of organic acid may vary widely and may include failure to thrive, intellectual development disorders, hypohyperglycemia, encephalopathy, lethargy, hyperactivity, seizures, dermatitis, dysmorphic facial features, microcephaly, microcephaly, anemia, immune deficiency with frequent infections, ketosis, and or lactic acidosis, hearing, speech, or visual impairment, peripheral neuropathy, sudden cardiorespiratory arrest, nausea, coma, many things. So many organic acidemias are actually associated with slight or marked increase in plasma ammonia. And some organic acidemia may be chronic and present in the first few days of life. In others, such as the medium chain acyl dehydrogenase deficiency, a child may appear completely normal until a potentially fatal episode of cardiorespiratory arrest. So many other non-genetic factors can also affect human metabolism, which we are more interested in because we want to reverse chronic disease. Toxic amount of drug acetaminophen and other toxic chemicals can use up a key molecule called glutathione, which is a major metabolic antioxidant that helps body detoxify, leading to overproduction of organic acid, pyroglutamic acid. The tumors of adrenal glands called as Pheochromocytomas can cause the overproduction of neurotransmitter adrenaline or epinephrine, resulting in marked increase in its metabolite, vanillyl mandelic acid. And genetic disease of the mitochondria, the cell's energy source, as well as toxic chemicals that disrupt mitochondrial function cause elevation of succinic acid. Succinic acid is a key intermediate in both Krebs cycle or energy cycle and the electron transport chain that generates ATP or adenosine triphosphate, the currency for most of the body's energy transaction. So if you look at currency in like a medium, like your dollar, like in exchange for the goods or the produce you need. So the ATP in your body is a currency which gives you energy. A number of organic acid directly or indirectly indicates deficiency of critical vitamins such as B12, pantothenic acid, biotin and others. And one of the most important uses of the organic acid is an indicator of dysbiosis or an abnormal growth overgrowth of yeast and bacteria in your intestinal tract. And some of these bacterial byproducts of intestine, either the bloodstream and may alter the metabolism of neurotransmitters such as dopamine. So the OATS testing or the organic acid testing offers a comprehensive metabolic snapshot of a patient's overall health with 76 markers. And it provides an accurate evaluation of intestinal yeast and bacteria. And abnormal high levels of these microorganisms can cause or worsen behavior disorders, hyperactivity, movement disorders, fatigue, and immune function. 
Many people with chronic illnesses and neurological disorders often, you know, excrete several abnormal organic acids in the urine. And this cause of these high levels could include oral antibiotic use, high sugar diets, immune deficiencies, acquired infections, as well as genetic factors. Our organic acid test also includes markers of vitamin and mineral levels, oxidative stress, neurotransmitter levels, and is the only test that includes the markers for oxalates, which are highly correlated with many chronic illnesses. So if abnormalities are detected during oats, treatment can include supplements such as vitamins, antioxidants, or dietary modification. And upon treatment, patients and practitioners have seen reported significant improvements such as decreased fatigue, regular bowel function, increased energy, alertness, increased concentration, improved verbal skills, less hyperactivity, and decreased abdominal pain. So the OATS test is I strongly recommend it as an initial screening test. The microbial organic acid test is ideal for a follow-up of the oats and often recommended by us looking for specific abnormality to monitor certain microbial imbalances or to assess treatment efficiency. So if an adult has movement disorder and bitemporal arachnoid cyst by brain imaging was found to have a very high level of glutaric acid, indicating the presence of genetic disease glutaric aciduria. Type 1. Symptoms of this is potentially fatal disorder include headaches, ataxia, memory loss and other neurological effects. And treatment with high doses of carnitine may be helpful in relieving symptoms in such cases and of course information is important for genetic counseling. If you have high levels of urine oxalates with the frequent kidney stones, you should look at a closer examination of your history, dietary history. If you ate a large spinach salad with pecans almost every day, Spinach is one of the foods highest in oxalate and all nuts are high in oxalate as well. And then treatment is directed at reducing dietary oxalates as well as calcium citrates and B6 supplementation. After organic testing, a child with autism was found to have a very high value, more than four times the upper limit of the age-appropriate levels of catecholamine metabolite VMA, vanillyl mandelic acid and homovanillic acid, indicating a possible neuroblastoma. And a follow-up image near the spine confirmed the presence of a previously undiagnosed neuroblastoma, which was life-saving for the child. Another child thought to have autism had very low amino acids, and the neurologist recommended high doses of amino acid supplements, which made the child severely ill. With organic acid testing, it revealed a massive excretion of methylmalonic acid, indicating that the child has methylmalonic aciduria, severe genetic disorder. And treatment of this requires extensive supplementation with vitamin B12 and a low-protein diet. And continued amino acid supplementation or high-protein diet may be fatal for this type of child. A person with severe depression was found to have low amounts of serotonin metabolite 5-hydroxyindole acetic acid, which is derived from tryptophan. And depression is associated with decreased brain serotonin. However, tryptophan metabolite by an alternative pathway, quinolinic acid, was much higher. And this quinolinic acid is associated with inflammation such as arthritis and is neurotoxic and has a probable role in Parkinson's syndrome, Alzheimer's, Huntington's disease, schizophrenia. And the condition eosinophilia myalgia syndrome is associated with excess tryptophan intake, not only due to tryptophan but the inflammatory effects of its major metabolite quinolinic acid. So quinolinic acid administered by itself generated all these symptoms. 
So the research indicates that various conspiracy theories about contaminated tryptophan batches as a cause of EMS or eosinophilic myalgia syndrome are unnecessary and probably wrong. 100% pure tryptophan at high enough doses will produce significant quantities of toxic quinolinic acid and EMS in susceptible individuals. And if it is given as a 5-hydroxy tryptophan is a much safer option and it cannot be converted to quinolinic acid. And whereas only 1% tryptophan is converted to serotonin. So both serotonin, metabolite and quinolinic acid are measured by organic acid testing. I recently proved that dysbiosis marker 3-hydroxyphenyl, 3-hydroxypropionic acid, the predominant dihydroxyphenyl propionic acid isomer, which is measured in the organic acid, is actually caused because of a combination of human metabolism and the metabolism by a group of Clostridia species, but not limited to Clostridia difficile. So this was proven in, by a research article that was published. And so you can find out whether you, are, you have Clostridia overgrowth and you can treat it by finding out. The quantity of Clostridia in the GI tract is negligible, should be less compared to the predominant flora of Lactobacillus, Bifidobacillus, E. coli. If you give a compound which is, you know, called 3,4-dihydroxyphenylpropionic acid, it can actually help. This marker is a marker for beneficial bacteria such as Lactobacillus. So if you check this level, you can see how much of the good bacteria you have. And it is also an antioxidant, lowers cholesterol, reduces inflammatory cytokines, protects against pathogenic bacteria. Many of these things which can be actually detected in the organic acid test is treatable and reversed. And you may find that there may be something really small which needs to be corrected. And there are people with high urinary values with HPHPA, which is another acid which is tested, could be due to metronidazole, vancomycin, or high doses of probiotics, you know. They can be treated with this because this is a metabolite of pseudomonas, another bad bacteria. So one of the most important advances of organic acid is the addition of biochemical marker tigliglycine. And this is a specific indicator for mitochondrial dysfunction. It has been implicated in Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, autism, chronic fatigue syndrome, aging, and many more. Tigliglycine has been shown to be high in urine in mitochondrial disorders involving defects of complexes 1, 2, 3, and 4 protein complexes attached to the mitochondrial membrane and involved in energy production. So although this is all medical jargon, but if you have someone with Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or chronic fatigue, getting organic acid tested and seeing if this marker is high level or not will really give you a lot of information. And this can be treated with a cocktail of nutritional substances, including CoQ10, carnitine, riboflavin, and others. When chemical exposure is not detected, if toxic chemicals are found, treatment with another protocol can be used, which is highly successful in removal of these toxic substances. So as you can see, using organic acid to provide a window into your metabolic pathways is going to really be beneficial. Whether it is you're looking for any nutritional guidance, whether you're looking for neurotransmitter, you know, imbalances, hormone imbalances, gut dysbiosis or any of that. And we use it regularly in our practice for all our patients to actually get to the root cause of the problem. So that's all I have for you today. I'll talk to you again next week with another topic. Send your questions to Dr. Mini at anchorwellnesscenter.com and share this with your friends and family and give us a review, a good one. 
Take care and I'll talk to you again next week with another great topic. Bye.